Andy Reid showing a lot of faith in the rookie as Chrisman's going to send it his way. Tack pedals at the 20. He's going to take off. Takes off, and this is why he's out there. That's Sky Moore near the 50. One timeout for the Chiefs. It's Mahomes in trouble, dumps it off. Pacheco. Pacheco taking players with him to the 47, and they take the timeout. It favors that, but you still got a chance to clock it. Take your time and take the shot down. Here's Mahomes rolling out on third and four. He's going to go for the... Here's Butker. From 45 yards! All the way! It's good! And then a bunch of desperation laterals coming up. Yep. There it is, on the ground. And retrieved. By Erwin, he's going to swing it over to Taylor. He's not down yet. He is now. It's it's over. It is over, and the Kansas City Chiefs have won it. Heading to the Super Bowl for the third time in four years. Well, I mean, you can still sting, and you can be really proud of what you achieved this season with this group of guys, and and that's really the message for them is. You looked at Halloween, we were four and four, and then you looked up and we were 14 and four, and back-to-back uh, -back AFC North champs and back-to-back -back AFC game championship game appearances. And there, so there's a lot to be proud on, proud of, and continue to build off of. And um, I hope you guys understand that. What is the biggest takeaway that you want to take from last night's game going into next season and the motivation that's uh, that's the problem? Well, I think. When you're, um, again, the, the things that are worth doing, it really stings when it doesn't work out in your favor, and there's great joy when they do work out. And uh, we want to be in a position to, to feel both those emotions based on the outcome of the game. And we've put ourselves in a position to do that over the last two years. And those are feelings that we want to be in a position to experience again. Obviously, we want the, the joy part of it. Uh, but I think the team understands that, that it's, it's a long road to get back every single year, to get to the very back, and you never take it for granted. And um, so we'll continue to build off, off of this season. I don't know that that's happened yet. Now we've, we've just been with the exit process, and some of those injury stuff will take shape over the next few days. It's, you know, he's a challenge because they move him around. And so you never know on a given play where he's going to be. Um, that's it's the, the guys that are able to do that, those interior players that can turn into exterior players and um, can line up over all your guys, they, they present real challenges. He's a great player. I thought our guys really fought hard to, to try to keep those guys at bay. And certainly they got us a couple times, but um, I was proud of the way our offensive line fought to, to keep them home so Joe could have time to make some big time throws, which he did. How did you process that 
Yeah, it's, you know, that, that whole thing hasn't taken shape yet, and so you, you don't quite go there. You know, certainly we've, we've had exit interviews with a lot of players. They know how we feel about them. Um, certainly guys whose contracts are up, and um, it's a great group of guys, and I think you all know that from interviewing them. There's probably nobody you interview where you're, you don't want to deal with them, you know, and that, that just kind of shows what we have in the locker room. And, and again, so now the next phase of, of the NFL happens where you start to go through this transition leading into free agency, and, and we'll see how it plays out with a lot of guys. Welcome to the Queen City Strikes Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Summers. Shout out to my co-host, Mavi Mav. Man, tell us, uh, Broski. What's up, everybody? I guess we're off to the offseason. A uh, lot sooner than expected. Hell yeah, man. And episode 49, man, dreams and nightmares, man. Way, way to say that, Mav, you know. Y'all can tell by our tone, we ain't too happy. But I will say this, after a couple of days of just resting on the emotions and and everything like I'm I'm cool now compared to Monday and two days ago, obviously, and today. But yeah, but yeah, man, here we are, yo. This is it, man. Man, season two finale, y'all. I'm sure you you saw crazy game on Sunday night. Bengals lose 23-20, man. Heartbreaking loss, man. Way to end the season. Whole lots, lots to get into. Just lots to get into the game itself, like a whole bunch of shit. I'm sure everybody been seeing all the the tabloids, you know, the referees and you know the like just 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 voices coming from all angles, man. Voices from all angles, man. But I was gonna just get into like I really got like a a bad rant because like I said if we did this Monday math, I ain't gonna lie to you. I've probably been on here cussing like a, like a storm, bro. <laughs> well, you saw me Monday. I was I was red hot. Hell I mean, yeah, you, man. You, you already – I mean, uh, there's a video of me to previous playoff games and how I act. You can only imagine how I was watching the game. Right, man. It's just like – I like just, just to summarize, just to like – I mean, you you said it best the last episode. You basically gave a full summary of the, this, this 20, 2022 – 23 season how it started you know the only two start people freaking out you know got to a hot start later in the season you know well, after we got our ass beat by the browns as you said got a hot start 10 game win streak going into the playoffs all the goofy shit with the 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 re not the rematch but just the reschedule game for the bills not a reschedule just the rematch of the bills that that didn't get played that we saw but this game, y'all, is just – I feel like, you know, me and Mav tell y'all, like, you know, we've been saying this since season one and this season, man, and I'm, I'm going to tell everybody again, is it's situations like these and games, as you saw, bro, it's like when you keep letting teams get opportunities such as the team we just played, like we named this team, we named a bunch of a lot of good playoff teams. Like you let teams hang around like the, like the way the Bengals letting them hang around – they're going to seal the deal. 
But one thing, like, I will get into, bro, like, just of that game was probably, we'll just get into the last moments of the game, even though, like, the whole game was wild, just roller coaster emotions, bro. Bengals had a, a rough start. Offense wasn't really clicking. The, the offensive line was was pretty bad. Like, basically, all, all the flaws, like, showed in this game. No joke. Like, it, it, it showed, like, tremendously. It's almost like, I guess you could say we got exposed a little bit, but it was like, Bro couldn't get no time in the pocket to, to make the play work. The play calling was trash. I mean, defense, they it was literally hit or miss. Like it, it was just on both. I'll say all sides of the football. I'll say everybody did bad. But as a collective unit, they did hang in there. They did almost – they did have a chance to seal the deal, but they, they came up short. But the biggest thing to get into is just like that last moments, bro – we watched the strike rewind, and the Bengals had an opportunity in the two-minute drill. After the third of 16 to Hayden Hurst, after that, it was just it was just curtains. The thing that made me really upset when it came to the last 44 seconds of the game was, one, Drew Crisman punted the ball directly to the returner. I thought he should have kicked it out of bounds. Maybe it would have saved that long run going to the 50-yard line. He caught it like on the 22 he got it all the way up to the 50-yard line. The second thing I didn't like, bro, was the, of course, of course, the, the last play of the game, how that how that ended. They called the, the rough and the passer penalty. I believe to me, you know, you said it, you said it on the strike rewind, and I totally agree. It there's there's no possible way you could have stopped that momentum, bro. Like, I know a lot of people had emotions and was just upset that, you know. A court, you know, along with Jermaine Pratt, was he was upset about what happened, but it's just like, you know, yeah, if you would have let him go, yeah, it would probably have been like what, probably like a sixty-yarder, sixty-one-yard field goal if they would have got that. But we're gonna call a spade a spade right now and just stick to the facts. It, it it was just a shitty a shitty situation, bro. Oh, overall for the Bengals, man, and they got put put in a bad situation. Kansas City came out with the win. And last thing, I'm going to hand it off to you. The biggest thing that's about to happen, though, y'all, since, like, we had we we had high expectations of making it to the Super Bowl. It definitely looked like the Bengals were going to make it to the Super Bowl. It, to me, and I'm going to still say it to this day, like, due to that canceled game, I still, to this day, believe that Kansas City was handed that number one seed. I still felt like the game should have been here in Cincinnati if it wasn't for that postponed game, well, the canceled game. But, man... The biggest thing that's about to happen is this coming all season we're going to get into in this show as well. We might lose some people, man. That's probably the nightmare of this whole situation. We might lose some coaches, might lose some players. But what, they, what we need to know is what the Bengals are going to do to capitalize the situation going into the next 2023-2024 uh, season, man. But what do you got to say, bro? I mean, obviously it was the ending we did not want uh, for a climactic conclusion of a soap opera filled season right okay um you know this team has gone through a lot you look at the course of the whole season we went through the appendix gate you know and then we went through that to a whole new offensive line that we had to get through and then Mm -hmm. we had the whole is this a super bowl slump yeah. Uh, you know, starting off the, you know, the O and two and had to get everything turned around. And then we had to battle through uh, different injuries, you know, mm-hmm. to get ourselves back after getting embarrassed on national TV by the Browns, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the way up 
to, you know, the lovely fate being decided by a quarter to uh, the collapse on the field uh, with, with Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's just constantly been a nonstop roller Roller coaster and a lot that this team's had to go through to get to this point. Um, You know, it's just everything I think finally caught up to us. Uh, We started getting ourselves together a little bit against Kansas city, but all of our weaknesses um, you know, I seen a post, I, it was on Facebook about, you know, all the, the people that the chiefs were missing and the fact that Mahomes was on, you know, one foot and this, that, and the other, well, you know, we're missing our top cornerback. We're missing our, you know, three of our starting offensive linemen, uh, mm-hmm. our third receiver got taken out in the first quarter. You know, there mm-hmm. were injuries that we were battling with, uh, the biggest key was the trenches. We already knew the weakest point was going to be the offensive line. And you look again at the stripe rewind or anybody that watched the game, Mahomes had a lot more time to throw than Burrow did. Thanks. So that changes everything too. And unfortunately, um, the Bengals couldn't get them out of the situation that I warned about early on in the playoffs is mm-hmm. don't get yourself in the situation where the refs can dictate what's going to happen. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. Yep. Uh, a lot of plays in that game, um, even if I wasn't a Bengals fan, uh, that was the worst officiating I've ever seen in my life. Facts. Um, so many holding calls on the Chiefs that were never called. Uh, I sent uh, pictures that could be put on here to show, especially in that final. Uh, I don't know what exactly you want to call that final segment of the game yeah. between the kickoff return. And then of course the couple plays they had before the kick, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the whole thing with Joseph Asai, you know, you can't stop your momentum like that, you know, you can, and, and you're right there. And there's been plenty of plays this season. Look back at either stripe re- rewinds or just any replays of the game of games in general. How many times have we seen players running up the sidelines against the Bengals and the players stopped because they didn't want to hit them further out of bounds, but mm-hmm. the player was able to keep going forward and got another eight, seven, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven, yep. twelve yards. You know, so I mean, it is what it is. Um, you know, all season long, the players have said how close they are as a unit, and this, that, and the other. And you saw that with BJ Hill, and you yes. saw Hubbard how they went right over to mm-hmm. Osai. Shouts out uh, to them. Yep, shouts out to them, especially BJ Hill after the game. He Hell stood yeah. by him during the interviews and stepped right in and said, No, nah, we, we're not asking questions like that. Nope. Ask a real question. Exactly. You know, that shows the tight unity that this team has outside of the Jermaine Pratt situation. I get you're upset. You're in the heat of the moment. You retract it. I think it was the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you don't throw teammates like that under the bus in those situations. I can't yeah. imagine what Osai feels. But this had that. The ending of the game had nothing to do with him. Yeah. We should have never been in that situation yeah. in the first place. At all. But at the same time, man, it just – I mean, it was just so many missed opportunities, bro. It, it was just exactly. so many missed that opportunities. Exactly. That was the main thing. Yeah. It was, it was just insane. Especially at the beginning, it was like um, – I was just going to say that I believe we would have got points on that first drive if it wasn't for the holding man, penalty and killed it. It could have been like 10 points alone. I mean, um, I think Mike Hilton dropped that shovel pass. That could have been an interception. He dropped that. And um, that one that we're talking about with Hayden Hurst, it would have been a spectacular catch, but it had been nice if, if he would have possibly could have caught that maybe. It was a little bit out of his reach a little bit. But, I mean, I guess timing was everything, man. But like you said, like, Burrow didn't have that much time in the pocket. It was literally, bro, watching the game. It was like one Mississippi. They were right there. 
<laughs> I don't even think insane. you can get the whole Mississippi out. Yeah, it, it was just insane, bro. It was just insane, man. But yeah, yeah, definitely shouts out to BJ Hill on that, man. Now that, that showed a lot of character what he did, man. But yeah, I, I I get you what you're saying with Jermaine Pratt. But like, if I'm looking on the other side of it, just being in his shoes, it's like, yeah, you don't want to throw people under the bus. But it's just like, just me and you've been saying it all. See, just how this season just went, bro. And it's just how this game played out. And with how the refs got involved in the game, it's like we don't want to put too much blame on the refs because the Bengals did have an extra opportunity. We can't lie about that. They had an opportunity to seal the deal, but they just they, they folded. It was it was pretty bad, man. But um, but yeah, man, it's like it's wild, yo. It just it's gonna be interesting how we're gonna go going forward. But but yeah, like I said, being in his shoes, it's just like yeah. You could be mad, you know, be upset. You know, I've been there before. It's just like you just, you just, that's just the competitor in, in, you know, in the individual, like to me. That's just, that's just me. But, you know, it, it could have been, ain't like he said anything too bad. It could have been like, it, it could have been worse than what it really was. I just felt like, I felt like it wasn't for social media, bro. We wouldn't be talking about this. I feel like social media and the public had a big impact on, that being bigger than what it was. I don't think it was that big of a deal to me. It's just, they're all grown-ass men, bro. They all competing. Like I said, the dream was to get back to the Super Bowl, win the shit, and then the nightmare took place, man. And like like, like we've been saying, like the flaws and everything else caught up to us, man, everything that we've been avoiding this whole season. And yeah, bro, like watching that strike rewind, I don't know what happened to him compared to the, the Bills game, but Hakeem was getting worked, bro on that right side he was definitely getting worked on that right side but out, outside all this man definitely kudos to everybody man kudos to the whole team like it, it, i said they did the best they could it could have been better i wouldn't even say they did the best they could it just could have been way better if they would have executed on a lot of the plays but they couldn't they couldn't do anything they just couldn't do anything man but uh but you already got into that it was still a great season yeah you know, overall, the way, yeah you know the way they finished you know and everything else, so yeah. Overall, they'll be back. Yeah, yeah. That thank you. Yeah, they'll definitely be back, man. But it just, I said, it just comes down to how they play this off season because it's gonna be a lot. It's a lot of names. <laughs> it's a lot of names on the on the list. That's you know. But the good news is, I think the Bengals got the like what the third or fourth highest like salary cap. So you know anything is possible. And you know, don't forget the ha salary cap is going up this year too. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget the amount, but yeah, it's going. Yeah, yeah, here it is, two hundred twenty-four point eight million. Yeah, that's the that's where it goes to. So yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see how this shit plays out. That'll be how it plays out. All right, we got through the Jermaine Pratt. Um, one thing I will say though, I feel like if Tyler Boy, and I agree with you on this, I feel like if Tyler Boy never got hurt in that second quarter. I still think the the game would have been a different story because that that's Burrow's probably his favorite target when shit's getting rough. He somehow is open somehow. I, I don't I don't know how, but but somehow he finds a way to get open and he and he will catch the ball. But I feel like if His he was playing the game, was definitely missed. It it definitely was because the I, was, I mean yeah, like I said, we could say the offensive line, but it's just when he did have time, it it just seemed like. I'll, I'll, it looked like his body language is due to how he was getting rushed, like almost every play. It was getting really uncomfortable to where his awareness just felt like somebody was there, and he just threw that shit. That's what caused that first interception that he lobbed to T. Higgins, which was a shitty-ass play. Like, probably the worst play I've seen Burrow probably, probably did, like, compared to his rookie year. But, like, that's probably the worst play up to date. 
And I don't think he should have thrown that because it was like, um, and the second one was bad. I mean, it was a tip pass, but it was a third and three. And me and you both said it, Hayden Hurst, and that's another person. Bro, there were so many times. It's like, this is what I felt like the Bengals was trying to do. I thought like they kept trying to look for the big play instead of just getting the yards needed. You saw what the Chiefs was doing. They're playing everything out in the flat. Everything was um, out in the backfield. Remember, I've said it before. Take the play that they give you. Yeah, you have to, man. It's like looking for the big play. You know, they they threw up a prayer at the beginning of the fourth quarter to get the chase. That was a prayer. Picture if that shit would have got intercepted. Like, the game would have been retarded at that point. But it's just like, you know, but Hayden Hurst was open so many times, like, across that middle. But that was just, the, I feel like that was the biggest problem. They kept looking for the big play, and it, it just wasn't there. It's like they weren't. It's almost like they weren't being patient. It was almost like they were kind of like it was forcing a lot of shit. But and then on top of it, the running game wasn't too much at all either. That shit was cakes. They couldn't do anything at the that running game. That hurt the offense a lot too. It did, and and that's why I try to tell people, man. It's like, you know, yeah, with even with like you know a mediocre line, like you can still get some. But at the same time, if it's just like if it's not working, it's not working. But I feel like they they could have made some type of adjustments at halftime to make something work. But it just it was like the same as I should, you know. Shout out to um, Samaje Piran. He got the the Russian TD. Um, Mixon was missing definitely in this game. Like, and that's another thing too. It's like you know we we saw Pat Mahomes pass, passing out the uh, what's his name Pacheco Pacheco Pistachio. Where his fucking name is. It's yeah, like, it, give yeah, it, it would just been nice because mixing is dangerous. If you're passing it to him off of the flat, like how they're doing Patio, they could have literally did the same exact thing. But again, like, it, I, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. He's dangerous, but the one thing about mixing, though, and I'm not trying to say anything negative about him, but it is true. He's consistently inconsistent. This season, yeah. Definitely this season. It was very, very inconsistent. Even when the line got to its full potential, I mean, he had that breakout game. Was it the Panthers? He had the five touchdowns. And then he had going forward. Yeah, he was scoring like almost, I want to say he was scoring every game, but he was doing solid stat-wise like after that moment. But, yeah, this game, he was definitely missing. It would have been nice. It, it could have found him out in the backfield on the flat. But other than that, man, it's just like, yeah, like I said, we got to get into other shit. We feel like the Bengals could have done differently in this game. But could they've done differently? Yeah, I feel like the play. I feel like the play calling could have been much better, bro. Even with the I line mean, being yeah, trash, there were, there were questionable uh, play calls. Um, at the same time, they were all probably starting to feel desperate at that point, wondering what can we actually do. Or we're not going to get some a flag thrown onto us, right? Uh, you know. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to the defense. The defense is the reason the game was as close as it was, and we had a shot to win it. Yeah, bro. Um, you know, they, for how many times they hit Ben but didn't break, you know, to keep us there. And for whatever, mm -hmm. you know, the offense just could not follow up. And that's kind of been the M.O. all year. Uh, the offense would not be around for one quarter, but then kind of make up for it in the other three and have one really great quarter. Right. You know, and that's something that we got to get better for how many times everyone says, and it's true, we have all these offensive weapons, mm -hmm. but how come we're not near the top in every offensive category? Exactly. Then, you know, so that's, I don't know that's, how much of that's the line or what the case may be, but that's something we got to get to get, you know, get better on. 
Exactly, man. You can't be wasting these these players' window, man. I mean, like it's good, like like you said in the season one, like we got these guys young. There's a lot of there's a lot of full potential, like you know, a lot of years left in these guys. Hope we could keep them all around. But yeah, man, it's just like it it, it got to be better. It has to be better going forward, man. It has to be better. But yeah, the play calling was just it was very dry. It was just very dry. I thought they couldn't do. They couldn't get anything off. They couldn't get anything off. But the most controversial shit was that third. They got an extra third and nine. Well, they got extra third down. <laughs> yeah, they, they. Yeah, I don't know how they got to do a five play segment. I, I really don't. Uh, yeah, I know they showed the official running from a distance mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but the play, you know, you already let the entire play happen. Any player could have got hurt. Another situation like DeMar Hamlin could have happened because mm-hmm. you chose not to really get everybody running out there. If any of the officials saw him making any type of move, you know, and he or he should have just kept continuing running in, right. throwing his arms up. I believe it was earlier in the game there was a false start on – us, I believe, and they still let us do the whole play out. Mm-hmm. And then they called that there was a false start. So that was twice you let players expose themselves to being injured because right. you stop a play. Mm-hmm. And I get that it's loud and everything else, but all these plans should already been in place to where this type of situation comes in, no matter what you have got to get the play to stop. Facts. You know, it's like, oh, something's not going to Chiefs' way, so let's fix it. It was just wild. I just never I say seen that, that, but I'm saying. It. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it is what it. Like, I hear you, bro. It like you got. I mean, you got to say it because it's just like that's that's what it was. That's just what it looked like. It just you know it, we weren't the only ones. Like the whole world saw this shit. Exactly. I mean, I saw NFL rigged as the most oh, yeah. trending topic. I'm not gonna say it's rigged. But yeah. What I'm gonna, but the only thing I'll say is you pissed off Goodell. With the whole coin toss stuff, mm-hmm. we had the signs up for a clown and mm-hmm. the other. Remember, house always wins. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a fact, all I gotta you know? say with that. People, I guess some people call it karma, but I mean, it, I mean, hey, it was just that whole situation was just wild. I just couldn't believe that. I just couldn't believe my eyes that we saw that happen in real time. I was like, oh, because the dude couldn't hear. <laughs> he had to replay it down. It's like the play already went through. It was four. They got to stop. Defense got to stop. At you know, a great stop. It was should have been fourth down. Like nope, they had to redo the play. All that. That's just crazy. And I think they converted on first. I'm like, yeah, we did get the ball back, but it was the fact that there was a potential of them possibly almost scoring, whether it was a field goal or a touchdown. Like I said the game could have been much different. Everything would have went the way it did. But it's just wild. Another, well, another really misblown call. I forgot which player it was. Um, we stopped his forward progression. Yeah, about a yard short. All the first down. Yeah, and he reached out, mm-hmm. and then they still gave him the first down. The way the rule goes, if you know, in that type of situation, when they reach out, it's not where the ball starts at that crosses the line. If they pull that ball back, which he did, yeah, that's where the progression of the ball is at. The only time that reach over happens is at the goal line. I'm glad you said that. Shit. That's what I'm saying. They treated that shit like it was a touchdown. <laughs> right. Like he just crossed the plane and that was it. But yeah, that's what I was accustomed to. Like you had to fully the, had to extend yeah, the, it. The exact wording: when a runner puts the ball forward and voluntarily takes it back, they do not get the forward reach. Contrast to that to a forward progress call at the line to gain mm-hmm. a leap over the top. The forward progress spot is typically awarded to the runner before the runner pulls the ball back. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. 
So yeah, that's how you got to do it. It's, it's literally you got to keep that shit out and drop. But yeah, I'm with you, man. There's a lot of missed calls, man. And I think the what's the guy? His name is like Gene or something. He's like the 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 top dog, the top G of the the official. And he admitted that yeah, they missed a call in that BJ Hill hold and all that shit. I'm like, oh, they missed bro. a lot of calls. I'm like, <laughs> but could have been it Doesn't change. Yeah, might have say it don't, it don't it don't change anything. I've seen a lot of people on the internet, you know, like, you know, everybody's reposting the videos and clips. And it's like, I don't, I honestly don't know what people are dreaming, like to expect, but the place still stands. The Eagles and the, <laughs> the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, regardless of what happens. There ain't going to be no replay of the game. Ain't going to be no, we're going to redo the 44 seconds next Saturday. And <laughs> none of that's going to, none of that's going to happen. It's like, I love everybody's passion. Don't get me wrong. I love everybody's passion. It was nice to see that we weren't the only ones tripping. We all saw the same damn game. Everybody was upset what they saw. You know, I'm with you. I want to say the NFL is rigged, but I do believe that the officials do have an impact on, on games when it comes to certain shit. And that's especially when it comes to home teams and momentum. So it's like, but yeah, man. But it, it, it was just funny just seeing everybody. It was It was just wild, man. Ever since sun, ever since the game is, people are still going to this day <laughs> to, to today, like talking about this shit, including us. So it's just like you know, they will for a long time. It will, it will. It's gonna go down. I did see there was some like I think it looked like it was a false report. They said the guy was um I guess the guy that made that call, Ronald, the uh, head official, his yeah. son made a bet for with the Chiefs. I don't yeah. know how I don't I don't know how much truth there is to that. Yeah, I think that's bait. <laughs> I think that's bait in society we live in today. Like it's a lot of clickbait, but I think it was. I'm pretty sure it's false. I'm pretty sure it's false. But but yeah, man. Like I said we got to see what's going to happen going forward. Here we go, oh, man. I'm, I'm offense, defense, special teams, and play calling, performance, and grade. I mean, special teams for the most part, they did what you know their part. I know you mentioned about Chrisman and that punt, but he actually had a really good punt. Oh yeah, it was a good punt. Um, the reason it had that type of return was because of two blatant mm -hmm. missed calls of holding and a block in the back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he could have probably tried to kick it out of bounds, but, you know, you're also trying to make them run up clock, too, because I think at that point they only had one timeout left. We we, we did. I think – or Kansas City had none. Didn't they? Yeah, they had none. That's, yeah, so that's see, a thing. Were, they, they were trying to make them run out as much clock as, yeah. they, you know, as they could. Yeah, they had no timeouts. Uh, so I'll give the special teams, even though with that play at the end, I'm going to give them an A because, like I said, they, they performed their part, but you mm -hmm. can't beat the officials if they're not – you know, allow mm -hmm. all that shit to happen. Defense. I'm going to give a B plus. Well, I'll give a, I'll give a solid. Yeah, I'll give a B plus. I'll just stick to my, what I'm thinking in my head. B plus. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they'd been, they were bending, but they didn't break. Uh, mm -hmm. th that score could have been a whole lot worse. Mm -hmm. uh, but unfortunately they could not actually get the Patrick Mahomes, which hurt. And every time they gave him that extra time at the line, he was able to always find Kelsey. Gotcha. Uh, you know, um, offense is a real tough one to judge because there were some they had some great as you called it uh, prayer plays that yeah. happened uh, but the way we know this offense can, can perform and you know I know we had the weakness with the offensive line but we saw what they did a week prior to Buffalo even though Kansas City defensive line is, is a lot better yeah still that's a fact 
to be better. I'll probably put it around a C. Um, you know, they couldn't get the run game going at all. Uh, yeah, too many opportunities where they went three and out and they shouldn't shouldn't have had to. Yeah, man. Uh, was there anything that I missed? Play calling. That's the last one. Play calling. I mean, I'm not really too upset with uh, with their play calling. Uh, I don't know how much of that was a coach calling the play or if Burrow changed it when they had the third and three and went deep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I still think they just had they had an effective game plan. They just weren't able to execute it. I'll just right. put it at a at a B. B. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me go. I'll go. So I'll go from top to bottom. All right. Offense. Offense. Yeah, missed opportunities. The two interceptions was costly. Failed on the running game. Yeah, we got the one with Piron, but the as a whole, the running game wasn't really a, a factor in the game. Like we just said, a lot of prayer-like plays that we're not normally seeing the Bengals do. I haven't really seen that shit since like almost, I won't even say preseason. It's like, it, I was never seen them like play like the way they're playing on the offense. And like you said, we gotta hold these dudes to a high standard, bro. It's like this is this is this is what we gotta realize is that the Chiefs is playing with injured ass people, bro. <laughs> Literally, bro. It is just like it's like yeah, it's two different teams, but like I said, they're playing injured, playing injured, man. And they didn't really have all they had. They wide receivers went out. They have they had really all they had is Patio and um old boy from here in Cincinnati, uh, Kelsey, not from Cincinnati, but he went to UC. That was the only basically the two not like two juggernauts they had. On our side, we had Higgins. <laughs> we had what Tyler Boy went out. You know, that's 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 cool. But Trent Irwin, you know, <laughs> Trent Irwin is still decent. I, I want to say he's a good fill-in for, for Tyler Boy because it didn't seem like he was getting any space after he he filled in for Tyler Boyd. He was getting no no space like with the defenders. Then outside of him, you got Chase, of course, Hayden Hurst, Mixon, Piron. And then I'm shocked. I still don't know what's going on to this day with the Chris Evans situation. It'd been nice to see them draw up something like we saw last year, you know, in, in the game. He had a great spectacular touchdown. So I, I don't know what's going on with that. But overall, it's just like we're just looking at the talent that we got compared to their offensive talent. It just it makes no sense to where it's like, yeah, like you said, like, the line, it, it didn't hold long enough for, you know, for the plays to develop, for the routes to get developed. But I feel like a lot of it had to deal with, like, the plays I was being called. But at the same time, just as a performance, I'm, I got to give these dudes a D, bro. D as in dog, bro. <laughs> no B, but D as in dog. Defense. Defense, a lot of missed tackles. They they let up a big one towards the end in the fourth quarter. Patio. He was stopped. He, it was like a two-yard, two-yard rush. Then it turned into like a 15-yard rush with like three missed tackles. Then outside of that, you know, a lot of missed opportunities. You know, the Mike Hilton could have had that that interception, you know, could have could have focused a little bit. They did make some stops. Like I said, I will, I will agree to that. They did make some a lot of key stops to so this game could have been out of hand because the first quarter, it could have been 14-0 off rip, like in the first quarter. But just overall going to like just furthering the game as the game went on when it got to literally the the part where it mattered they kind of let up a little bit but i'll definitely say probably due to they've been on the field non-stop with the, the, the non-stop three and out so i will give them bail on that so i'm just going to give them just a c minus on that it's a c minus as a whole 
special teams. McPearson did his thing. I just didn't that that last play. It's like, yeah, I, I feel it. I feel it, you know, with the, the refs and all that shit. But you got to make that damn tackle, bro. It's like you have to make the tackle. Like regardless, you you had to make that tackle because that was a big that was a big that was a big game they let up because you got to think about it, bro. Pat Mahomes wasn't throwing past 25 yards. So it's like if you they would have like, you know, let's say hypothetically they would have kicked out of bounds. I'm pretty sure 99 percent sure the game probably went overtime. I don't know who would have got the ball. It don't really matter at this point. But I feel like literally it's like if they would have did that, it would probably be having a different discussion today. Maybe, maybe not. But that those last two minutes and or the last 24 seconds was a like probably the biggest impact of the game. But I got I got to get the special teams. I'll probably I'll give him a C plus play calling. Offensive play calling was just like horrible, horrible defense scheme. I mean, we saw we saw Eli Apple getting like we saw that Mike Hilton was even getting toast a little bit across the middle. I think a lot of the big plays that happened, including that touchdown that made it 20 was he was right there. And of course, and along with uh, yeah, that one with Jesse Bates, that, that, that was critical, too. But overall and going to the offense. Yeah, I'll have to give I'll have to give it a C minus. I'll have to give that shit a C minus, man. It was just a it was just a bad game. It was a bad, bad performance overall, man. Probably like a bad performance we've seen up to date. But but yeah, man. Anything else to add? Nope. It literally felt like, to be honest with you, bro, like this shit gave me reminiscence of the wild card game. I don't know if you felt that way, just watching the game. We just without, you know, Tyler Huntley been just putting in like Mahomes, but it's just like it felt just the grittiness of the game, that's just what it felt like to me. But it, it was just wild. Going into the – if I had to give, like, a final season grade just overall this whole season, even though we didn't, like, do – we didn't make the expectations that we're expecting, but it still was a great season. They did overcome the 0-2 deficit. They did make changes. They did excel. They did have the 10-game win streak. I'll give this whole season literally probably a B plus, a strong B plus. I don't know about you, but I'll give it a B plus. They, like I said, they, they did well, man. They did I mean, well. I, I, I'll go ahead and give it an A for the whole season just because of what I stated earlier. What, yeah. Everything they went through from mm-hmm. start to finish. And with the offensive line issues we had, and then we finally had that together. And then each week, all of a sudden, they started dropping like flies. That's going to be hard for any team. Hell yeah. And a lot of times that happens early on in the season, and you get everybody back mm-hmm. towards the end. It went the opposite. For I ain't gonna lie, as yeah. far as that aspect, I'm with you, man. Because it, it, like I, I don't want to wish this, but I'm just, I'm just gonna like, I'll just say this. I would rather like a Nate situation. I'd rather have my full line and lose. I'm not gonna say no names, but I'll just lose one of the wide receivers. Like we'll say one of the wide receivers or two wide receivers or maybe the wide receiver and a tight end. I'd be cool as long as we got the line. Like we'd be good because well, the running game getting better. The way you said that, you got you already had that example as the season was going on. The offensive line was fully healthy. We lost Chase. We didn't miss a beat. Oh yeah, we yeah. Lost Mixon. Mm-hmm. We didn't miss a beat. You know, we were missing pieces, and the offense didn't miss a beat mm-hmm. because the line was the solid. Line was there? Yep. That line started getting chipped away. That's... That offense started changing. Mm-hmm. So drastic, drastically, man, drastically. They did have numbers, bro, for this. Uh, the total pressures allowed was named Sharping, the guy in the center. But he allowed nine pressures. And then he let seven. Carmel let three. Volson and Carreras let two. 
and sacks allowed, identity let three, and uh, sharping let two, and penalties one on vote on Volson, Carreras, and identity. So, I mean, they got a lot of work to do in the offseason, man. The they, one on Karras in that game, if you really watch when that, that it happened, was trash. it was more so it kind of happened because he was trying to think help Volson yeah, bail him out. It, it was. They, I, I know exactly you told me. Yeah. Volson <laughs> got beat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Had to do what you got to do. Right. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah, man. It's like, you know, like I said, kudos all them, man. Like I said, we'll see what happens going into the next season. But now here we are, y'all. Here we are, the off season. Here we go, the off season. So the quick question: What do we need to fix off rip? Is obviously the offensive line, but outside the offensive line, what else you feel like we need to fix? Uh, corners. Yeah, definitely. I'm with you on that. If uh, we switch, in this draft, sides. I think they need to look for linemen and corners uh, for the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you still got your top three wide receivers for one more year. Boyd yep. and Higgins both have one more year left on their contracts. Yes, sir. Higgins has already admitted that he wants to stay in Cincinnati and play with Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also making a change, if I remember correctly. Uh, he is no longer Ocho Cinco. Mm-hmm. He will now just be number five. Clemson days, baby. Um, you know, uh, Hurst has signed on a one-year deal. We all know how much he expressed, how much he loves playing here. He found a home here. I think they will have no issues re-signing him. I have a feeling it'll probably be a three, two, three-year deal. I hope it's a three. Um, yeah, just got to look at the offensive line, see what free agents are going to become available uh, for both the defensive side of the ball and the you know for the offensive line, and what free agents of ours we can retain. Man, so Collins will be back. Or will he not? All, our entire offensive line is intact. Okay, okay, cool. I was still, though. I was still. I'm with you on the corner. I, I'm definitely with you on the corner. But, yeah, definitely look. I'll definitely still look for like a right tackle. Like, definitely. Just so, just in case. This, oh, this they'll mindset. be drafting a tackle because we don't know if we're going to extend Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's now had two dislocated knees uh, in the same season. Uh, Collins has an injury history. Yeah, he does. Uh, so, you know, they're definitely going to be looking at tackles for yeah, sure. They definitely I think the should. interior they're going to be fine on with Kappa, Karras, and I think Volston, this was his rookie year. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's growing pains. Mm-hmm. Volston was a good pickup. Looking for more tackles. They need to, bro. They they need to going forward, man. Just avoid – they need to load up on that on that depth chart on the, on the offense line. Definitely, man. But yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely hope they resign hers. But yeah, they definitely got to look at that. Definitely got to look at that. The big question I'm seeing going around, bro. Will they move on from Joe Mixon? I have heard that question. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been seeing it like floating, bro. It's telling. I mean, we gotta be honest, yo. If I if I'm gonna be honest, I can very easily see them moving on. Yeah, um, yeah, he had that one great game. But if I'm gonna be completely honest, what overall. have you really seen overall from Mixon that makes Thank you go, "He's our top dog"? Yeah, man. He, he was out with his injury, and P. Ryan came in. It's supposed to be the backup, and it was like not never. I mean, he was putting up the same, if not better, numbers. But I think they were actually pretty damn similar. Yeah, they so were. If your backup running back is putting up pretty much your same as your starter mm-hmm. 
you know, it's not like a Derrick Henry situation or anything like that. Right. So, you know, they could potentially look, but <laughs> why have that salary on there if you can go much cheaper out, use that money somewhere else if they, they're not performing as much as you want? Yeah, I'm with I'm with you, man. I'm with you 1,000%. It's like, it, it's, Being honest it, with it. It, yeah, you have to because it's, it's 50-50, man, because it's like, yeah, you know, we could go back to the whole line thing because the line can't contribute to a running back's, like, you know, his um performance, I guess I'll say. And, it, you know, we did have trouble this season with the offensive line getting it getting it together. And he did, of course, like you just said, he had that breakout season, not breakout season, but breakout game against the Panthers getting that five touchdown joint. But, yeah, I mean, because, like, this, this is the way I look at it because, like, we're, we're looking at other teams, like, you can make a – you can make a star running back out of anybody almost. Like, as long as you got a solid line, you can have a, like, it don't matter who you have back there. But like you're saying, we're coming down to, like, just money and contract and just, like, the cap space and everything. I mean, if they if they did move on, I would be okay with it. If he stayed, I would be okay with it. But at the same time, if he doesn't perform the way we're expecting to perform and it's just like, you have to move on. And that's what goes back to what you're saying. It's just like, you know, we're looking at this whole season as a whole. Yes. Samaj Piran did outshine. If it wasn't for that Carolina game, you know, we wouldn't be, you know, we would all, you know, we'd probably be talking about Piran. I think Piran probably been the starter going forward, to be honest with you. I think you were talking about like, he should be the starter going forward because of how he was performing, how the line was reacting to him playing in the game. And it's just his style of running play. But it just seemed was, like the offense was kind of moving a little smoother. Yeah, with with Piron. If, if you just yeah, like just like you're saying earlier, you just look at all like look at the games or just check out the stripe rewinds or you you, you see Piron starting. Just look how when the we're at full strength on the offensive line. Just look how it like like Maverick is saying how it flows with him in there because he's more like he got that bowling ball mentality. So it's just like he's just going he's gonna plow your ass over. But. We will see going forward, man. But this is a question I've, I've been seeing. I had to ask. I had to ask you going on here. I added it like today. It's always just like, I mean, it's something to think about. Because like I said, y'all, like this, this is the nightmare part. It's like, you know, we're going to see people leaving. Like, you know, this is this is the part of the business. It's like, you know, you're going to see people come. You're going to see people go. But but yeah, man. But uh, anything else to add, man, with the Joe Mixon thing or whatever they need to fix? I think we pretty much got it down packed on what they need to fix. It's pretty obvious what they need to fix. You got to just circle that shit with a red marker. The next question, though, this this is this is this is wild because we're about to be a possibility of probably losing the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator to possible head, head coaching jobs. Now, the question is, who would you rather lose, bro? Would you rather no, lose Brian? There's no time. And I'm with you 1,000% because it's like, Lou. Like the one song, like the one go song goes, just change the lyric. Never going to give Lou up. Mm-hmm. Let Lou nope. Yeah, we yeah. No, nope. we ain't getting rid of Lou. I wouldn't lose Lou at all, bro. I, I wouldn't. I, I'm cool losing Callahan. I mean, Zach Taylor's also heavily involved in the offense. So yes, he is. It's, it's like, okay, if Callahan goes, how much is really going to change with the offense? See, that's the thing. Because... That's two seasons in a row that it went through Taylor and Callahan. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they they came up short in the Super Bowl. You know, the play, the play calling was, it was I, you know, scaled one to five. It was like maybe a three. You know, like it was I. 
going into you know this game that we're talking about, it would just be bonkers of trash. Like it was it was bad. But it that's what it has to come down to. Like we'll it's like okay, let's say hypothetically, let's say we lose Callahan. We bring in. I'm not gonna say no names, but like we could pipe dream in a second. But let's say we let's, let's say let's say we lose Callahan and they bring in somebody. They bring in somebody with a, a heavy offensive uh, offensive mindset. My question is, I wonder will Taylor like relieve his duties of calling the plays and let and let's see how this works with the new guy, or he's still gonna try to like want his say in in the plays because like I said, you over two now. You lost the Super Bowl, then you go into this season, made it to the AFC Championship. We lost this game, and the offensive performance was was trash, and it was definitely unexpected. So it's just like he almost need to, you know, Taylor almost might need to consider like relieving the coaching duties. If this is if Callahan leaves and we bring in somebody new, that's if. Now, who should they bring in? Man, I was gonna say it's easy for me. Oh, listen, who do you want? I think I've mentioned it to you before, and you of might course, have. Bo- both of my picks are bringing people back mm. on the offensive side of the. I would love to see Hugh Jackson back here with how well that our offense did years ago when he was in charge of it. With mm-hmm. when you had Chad, you know TJ, Chris Henry, you know. Okay. Uh, I can just keep the list going, you know. Um. Yeah. I'm, if Callahan would leave, I'd be on the phone with Hugh Jackson. Okay. Uh, if Lou would happen to leave, which I really don't believe he will, um, yeah. even though the Texans hired D'Amico Ryans as their <laughs> head coach, I'm not going to get into that. But it's mainly an offensive-driven league. Every, right. every coach is successful right now in getting to the Super Bowl and through the playoffs. They're offensive-minded. They're offensive coaches. Mm-hmm. Defensive coaches are not doing so well. Uh, especially like uh, Bill Belichick ever yeah. since boy left. But nah. uh, so I really don't think Lou's going to uh, go anywhere. But if he did, mm-hmm. uh, again, I'd be on the phone trying to bring a homer back. I would love to try to get Zim back. He already okay. had ties here in Cincinnati and everything else. Okay. And our defense was really good under Zim. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. He wants to bring Zim back. But again, I think one of the few teams that's left to hire a coach, if I remember correctly, is a complete dumpster fire. And any coach that's going to be their uh, first-time head coach is not going to want to go to Arizona. Oh, yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the only one that's really available now at this point after all the hires that's been announced. But I'm 100% on that. But no new coach is going to want to go there. So I think Lou's sticking around. Yeah, I I would. But, but But again, though, man, money does talk. Money does talk, and it's, it's life life changing money, once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, if, if he if it's there, like he he might might not take it, man. That's just something we got to accept. That's just the business of this game, man. That's it, players included. Like you know, if it, if money talks, if it's there, it's there. You know, some people won't, can't li- you know leave ten million on the table and suffer for a pay cut. You know, it just There's it just one depends. more name I'll put out there real quick on the defensive side of the ball. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Besides Zim, and this will be a full outside source. Lovey Smith. Ooh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's available now. Yeah, I might have said yeah for defensive. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Left, I would love to be on the phone with him. Oh, I like that one. You might be on to something on that one. You might be on to something. Hey, if that so happens, we're doing bro. Pipe dream. So yeah. I just had to say it. <laughs> 
if that happens, you're already here first, y'all. But for me, for the offense, bro, I just had one. Well, I had two, two names in particular. I know the, I know this one guy won't do it because he wants the head coaching job. And I was saying, um, I have a feeling Sean I Payton. Know what you're gonna say, yeah, Sean Payton, bro. But I don't think he, I don't think he was settled to be an offensive coordinator. Oh, that's not the name I thought you were gonna say. Oh, but another person, due to winning the Super Bowl and be a part of the Brady, Brian Leftwich, bro. I'll, I'll be cool with Brian Leftwich, bro. I'll be cool with Brian Leftwich. Yo, look at the weapons they have. Man. They won the Super Bowl, him, bro. It's like you can't, you can't knock it. You can't knock it, bro. Won the Super Bowl with him, yeah, but he had Tom Brady as his quarterback. And we got Joe Burrow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just the, the, the uprising face of the, of the NFL, bro. I'm with it, man. Not enough proven for me with Byron Leftwich. Hey, he won the Super Bowl with, with Brady, bro. Like I said, had plenty. Like I said, man. Only reason why he got fired, bro, was on some bullshit. It wasn't due to just his play calling. It, it was a lot of bullshit going on behind the scenes. And it, you know, so it's just like, I'm not going to go with the tabloids and all that shit. Numbers don't lie. This dude led that team to a chance to a Super Bowl championship. So it's like, I want anybody that got the winning mentality and definitely know what to do with weapons. And we got way more weapons than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers See, have. A name I thought you were going to say, even though he should be a head coach. What's um, up? But he would be leaving one off offensive coordinator job for another. Yeah. But if anything, it would prove to all the NFL clubs, see what I can see what I can do with this and this. Right. Eric the enemy. Oh yeah. Kansas City, and come be the OC here. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about that for a long time. Like even before, like even when like Taylor first got here, we we're talking right. about him. Like I thought like they holding him hostage over there. Because I think, yeah, that's why they hold him hostage. I mean, yeah, that'd be a nice name to bring in just due to, yes, he has that offensive mindset too. And just like him, let, led to a let, Super Bowl championship. So it's just like, you know, yeah, that that name don't, yeah, that's not a bad name to put in there as well. But listen, we pipe dreaming, y'all. Anything is possible. Definitely anything is possible, man. Definitely anything is possible. What else we got on here, bro? That shit's funny as hell, though. But yo, I want to be yo. They did the the Lovey Smith, but I'm not. They're not going to. I mean, this is a pipe dream. If they did that. That'd be wild. That'd be some wild shit. That'd be some wild shit. Oh, I'd be ecstatic. Hell yeah, man. Okay, anything else to I might add? I show it now, but I would be ecstatic. I already know. <laughs> I already know, man. Anything else to add, man? Before we go forward, man, going into the, the results and the NFL news. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Get y'all your results. There's only one result because obviously, since the Eagles in the Super Bowl, <laughs> what was even the score to the game? Hold a on, a lot man. to a little. Yeah, that that game. They were even saying in that game was like I didn't watch. I watched some. I was just bro. I wasn't even watching the officiating or none of that shit. I was just focused on watching the style plays of both teams. To see who will possibly have been playing like like against, but yeah, yeah, they got toasted. It was thirty-one to seven. Eagles, Eagles against Forty ers due to uh, was named Purdy. Yeah, Purdy went out with an injury. I'm I can't, but they trying to make him go back in. But yeah, this is gonna be out for a minute. And then with the news, it's a lot of news going on, y'all. A lot of news. Maverick told y'all they released the salary cap. We told y'all earlier they turned twenty-four point eight million. Um, I did see the Ravens going to franchise tag of Lamar Jackson. <laughs> They're going to have him. <laughs> hey, we knew that was coming, though, bro. We knew that was coming. We was not lying, bro. 
And also, uh, we were just talking about him, uh, Tom Brady retiring. And um, also, breaking news. Uh, we were talking about it towards the end of the day earlier today, me and you, Mav. Uh, the Eagles offensive lineman, uh, Josh Stills, been indi- in- indicted on, I'll say grape, grape charges. They, they don't like that, that R word yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll say grape. <laughs> Get him on the grape charges, grape and kidnapping charges. So, and it's wild with the timing because it's like right a, like a week before the Super Bowl. So it, it's wild what's going on, man. It, it's a lot of wild shit. A lot of wild shit. But um, one thing I would like to see, though, before I get into the other shit, I know it won't happen. But it's the fact that they had the idea this year possibly doing it if it was the, the Bills and the Chiefs. I would love just after what we saw in this game. I would love to see just the neutral sites for both AFC and NFC games, bro. Uh, they're, they're, well, see, this was going to be their quote-unquote dry run mm-hmm. uh, with this setup. They're actually wanting to try to do that, having they, neutral sites for those games. They need to, bro. It's like, again, I don't, you know, me and you don't like the little, like, try to put the refs at full blame and shit, but it's just like. I, I, I'm not too big of a fan of the neutral site thing. Uh, with that, because it, you know, a team like you know, if you're if you're the number one seed, to me, yeah. you should get the home field advantage throughout. Or if you're the higher seed in general, mm-hmm. I, I feel it. I just I just like it that it makes it more like more balanced. I'll say more balanced, just as as a whole, because you're at it. You're not at your home location, so it, the game just go either way. You know, I know it's college, but we see it with college, and you know. We kind of saw it. I say, I say that I'm against the neutral sites is because right. they're able to pick and choose where they want it. So it's not like it's going to be alternating different stadiums, like a like a regional they're type go, thing. Which teams spend the most money? Which right. teams, which cities can we make the most revenue? Yeah, it's going to be a completely one sided thing, mm-hmm. and it, that's why I don't agree with it at all. Yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is, man. I like to see it. I always like to see it, man. It's eliminate all the all the bullshit. The Bengals got to do the uh, AFC Championship game here. I would love to see what the total revenue is for the city of Cincinnati, and that's what's good. That would, be that's crazy. what would be taken away mm-hmm. from from these, you know, from the teams. That's a good point. Yeah, I say yeah, it'd be revenue going to the city. They could fix these damn potholes, right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and <laughs> get the homeless off the street. <laughs> Some shit, man. Some shit. But yeah, going into the um. The next year's schedule, man, for home. We got some new ones on here. Well, not some new ones. We got some. Of course, you got your divisionals, but there's the Texans on here for home. The Colts here at home. I did see that the Rams is on here at home. The Seattle Seahawks is here at home. Also, the Minnesota Vikings here at home. And, of course, the Buffalo Bills again at home. But uh, do you think they're going to be playing overseas? Well, the plus side with this schedule is we have nine home games this year versus mm-hmm. eight this past season um three of their visiting or the places that we're going to visit um all three of those teams have a game that needs to be scheduled overseas so there's a very good chance that one of our games could be played overseas but at least for us it's going to be a visiting game anyway right 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 so we're yeah. not late game mm-hmm and for the visiting, we got the Cardinals. That's new in here. Jaguars is on here. The 49ers is on here. Titans and, of course, Kansas City. So, they go, yeah. Shit. I expect to play Buffalo and Kansas City every year. 
Exactly. From here on out. Make sure that matchup happens, especially (laughs) with the 17th game in there. Now they can Mm -hmm. put that extra flex game in. They're going to want to see these marquee matchups. You already know. Definitely. So basically act like they're part of the division. now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, man, but hopefully they get, they nail all this shit on the off season, man. Got lots to get into. Like I said, NFL draft is uh, April 27th in Kansas city. In Kansas City, man, at 8, 8, 8 p.m., man, we'll see. I think the Bengals got the 29th pick, it says. Yeah, they got the 29th pick. So we'll see. We'll see what they're going to end up doing. We'll see what they end up doing. But I definitely believe, like, the first – shit, who do you think they should get first, offensive or defensive? I need time to dive into it. I'm about to say, I haven't really looked too much in depth because like I said I was still processing this bullshit. I have a tendency <laughs> to get very uh, involved. Okay. And, and, and obsessed with all that stuff. So I'll give you a better answer in a long in a little while. I already know because I remember last season you sent me like five or six different uh like projection joints. I was like, damn, all fucking A minuses. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, I got you, I got you. But yeah, man. Other than that, anything else to add, bro? We get off here, man. Was there any signings? Any coach signings or anything? I haven't really been keeping up with the coach signings. Well, yeah, Sean Payton in Denver. And, um, that's official? You know, Ryan's and Hugh, oh, that's official. Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. That that, that's, 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 that's why I said his name. I didn't know it was official or not. That is official. Sean Payton is now officially the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Damn. Okay. He might turn that shit around, maybe. maybe. I, actually, I believe that was breaking news as soon as uh, I was on my way home. Okay. Today? Official. Yes. All right, see, that's probably why I missed it. I must say, I haven't looked up anything, like, today, like, as we got back. I was looking over the notes. Damn, all right. All right. Damn, all right. He might He might turn that shit around. He might. He might. He might. We will see. We will see. But, yeah, y'all, other than that, y'all, like I said, um, NFL Draft, April 27th, we will be live streaming here on Queen City Stripes on, on YouTube, only here on YouTube. Um, also, during the offseason, um, we'll be going live if anything breaking news happen we'll be going live we'll probably give our quick i'll say quick takes probably for like maybe 30 20 30 minutes maybe like it depends on what happens we'll keep you informed in that make sure you hit that notification button so you get alerted on that when we go live but other than that man everything good man everything's great and uh even since we're out of it and this is the queen city stripes at least for right now, I gotta just put it out there. Yes. Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. See, that's all I was waiting on. Let Let's whoop that Kansas City ass. I'm with you, man. I hope. Payback for us. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I, I I will say this. All right. I do not plan. I don't plan on watching the, the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't plan on watching it. Um. I know. I know. Yeah. You know, the halftime show and all that shit, but I, I don't plan on watching. I do hope the Eagles win. I do hope the Eagles win. If I gave a prediction for the score due to what we what we just witnessed and due to what we witnessed with the, the Eagles, they a hot team right now. Like they're like extremely hot team. I'm calling blowout. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm bro, wanting the blowout. I'm saying, bro, I'm saying forty two to thirteen off the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, they they look dangerous, bro. Like they look they look real dangerous, bro. And then like the hard game, you know, the hard fought game that this came off of the Chiefs, man. Like you know, with the injuries with the wide receivers. I mean, I know they got an extra week and shit to, to heal and process and stuff, but I don't I don't see they they got with the 
got what, yeah. I don't think they can match. They yeah, I know people. You know, I ain't, I ain't going against Pat Mahomes. I, I get it, but the Eagles as a full, complete team, they got the better team, bro. And it's not just because we lost, but they got the better team. We're calling a spade a spade. But yeah, man, what's your score for this? This is, this is your second favorite team. I don't really have a score. I just said blowout. Okay. okay. So I'm about to say, I know you. T- I already know you tuning in, but yeah, I, I'm not tuning in, man. It's just like, yeah, I'm just. I'll just say 35-17. That's a good score. That's a good score. That's a good score. But yeah, yeah. We'll see y'all, man. Yeah, definitely tune into that. That is uh February twelfth. That's next, not next Sunday. Well, well, next next Sunday. But yeah, man. Week and Stay, a half. Yeah, week and a half, man. Stay tuned on that, man. Like I said, we'll probably like I said. If I do end up watching it, yeah, like I said, next time we go live, like I said, I'll give y'all my full reaction to all that shit. But other than that, I don't really have no interest in watching it. Like I said I've kind of still discussed the Bengals in it. Get to the prom, but it's it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's got to do better. But other than that, y'all want to give y'all a hoodie. We want to go and get out of here, man. We love y'all. Like I said, um, hit that notification button for the next time we go live. Like I said, get stay tuned on that. Um, Stripe Rewind will be out Friday morning. Friday morning. So stay tuned on that if you want to watch the highlights of the AFC Championship game and me and Maverick's reaction. Uh, keep sharing. Keep sharing the channel. Like I said we're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, YouTube. Of course, you want to watch the visuals. That's where a lot of people have been coming from. A lot of people just been want to like the visuals. We are currently at 174 subscribers. So thank you to everybody, man. We appreciate the support this year. The channel has been jumping this year compared to season one. And that's a beautiful thing, man. Keep sharing the channel, man. Like, share, and subscribe. But yeah, man. I'm going to say it again, man. We love y'all. We'll give y'all a hoot. We'll catch y'all next time. We love y'all. We out, baby. Salute.